Hi there, and welcome to episode one of the Little Red Podcast. My name is Todd Dixon, uh, also known as Little Red RC on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Uh, gonna start this episode, I guess, just a little bit of history about me and how I got into the RC hobby, well, less than a year ago, actually. Um, and kind of what has happened over the past year and where I am at now currently with the hobby. Uh, it all started, well, for a couple of years, I had a buddy, JD, that has been trying to get me into RCs for quite a while. Uh, he's really into the rock crawlers. Uh, he's got a couple of bashers, you know, kind of likes the, the off-road type stuff. That's just not quite my cup of tea, but I was always really intrigued and interested in with the RC cars that he had. Um, always had a good time when he'd bring them over and we'd run them up and down the street, but I just couldn't see me spending the money to buy a toy to just run up and down my street or jump off ramps and break or you know slowly crawl on some rocks just didn't didn't sound like anything I would be interested in a couple years go by he's still trying to get me into this and I just not quite fallen into it and and uh, one weekend my wife was a vendor at a craft show at our local shrine auditorium and it was being held upstairs in the gymnasium and I took her lunch that afternoon on a Saturday and she just happens to mention that an old co-worker of hers had come upstairs from the basement of the shrine to see her and let her know that he was racing RC cars in the basement so of course I get there my wife tells me about this, and I said, okay, that, that sounds pretty interesting. I kind of want to go check that out. So we eat lunch, and I kind of walk downstairs and walk into the little basement room that they have the races in down there, and caught my first glimpse ever of on-road RC carpet racing. Um, I had no idea what I was looking at. I just knew that this was cool. Uh, my first kind of instinct and thought about it was this looks just like miniature SCCA, um, the Sports Car Club of America track racing. I used to do a little bit of that here and there with my little rice burners when I was younger. Um, did a couple of road courses out of town. Uh, we'd reserve a track for the weekend and a group of us would go, not really time lapse or anything, but just improve on our driving and have just the best time of our lives um these were some of the best weekends i ever had um with friends with cars anything and unfortunately they came to an end and i kind of quit doing it but when i saw this on-road racing that's my first thought is this looks just like scca there's there's corner marshals you know everyone's taking their turns they're they're doing times they're they're racing each other on track it was just the coolest thing I had ever seen on RC cars. So the rest of the day I kind of spent lounging around and sneaking around down there, not really introducing myself to anybody or anything and kind of seeing what was going on when um, one of the guys uh, who turned out to be Scottrick was his name, stopped to talk to me, asked if I had any questions and I didn't really know what to ask at the time. So I just kind of said, you know, what are you guys doing down here? And he gave me the, the lowdown on how they do their races and things like that. Uh, just kind of hung out, watched him for a little while, and ended up having to go back to the house. And for the next solid week, all I could think about was these RC cars. Like, 
how do I get into this? What do I need to buy? Where can I go to find information? Anything. So I start looking online and being somebody who has never owned an RC car pretty much in his entire life, I had no idea what I was looking for. I didn't know how RC cars worked, um, anything about electronics. I mean, you would have said, what's your ESC and servo and thing, and I just would stare at you like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna need for this online, and I spent three, four days getting nowhere. So I finally hop on to the Facebook page of Magic City RC, which was the group that I discovered that was racing downstairs, and asked them if they could help me out with some links. And again, Scottrick reached out to me and gave me his phone number and had me call him. So the next evening, called him, had a good half hour long conversation about the different rules, uh, different classes like VTA, USGT, 12th scale, um, WGTR, and all the kind of differences in the, the classes. Um, and he recommended that if I were going to start, that a good class to start in would be a VTA class, which is the Vintage Trans Am. And basically this class is a, it's, I would say it's definitely the slowest class of all the classes that we race, but it's one of the closest competition races too like there's always neck and neck races right up to the end you know you get a few good drivers and they can just be like a train all the way on the track for five six laps waiting for one person to mess up and pass somebody but being that it was the slower class um and kind of a larger class with our group he decided that would be the best way for me to start so he had a team associated tc 7.1 chassis um, that I think he had recently just picked up um, just to have and he built that chassis for me completely stripped it down built it up to make sure that I had a good car to work with um, you know put a decent motor ESC servo on it um, enough to get me driving and get me started so since I had never really driven an RC car before and so this was December 1st when I discovered the RC racers and it wasn't until like the second week of January before they were going to have their next race again. So I had to have the anticipation and wait for an entire month before I could actually get my feet wet and get started um, racing. Um, first thing I did while he was building the chassis was um, I got myself a Parma 69 Camaro body. Uh, actually, Scottrick had that and sold that to me as part of the first car that I purchased from him. Um, so I took that home and kind of decided what I wanted to do for a paint job on it. And I knew I wanted to do red. My favorite color has always been red ever since I was a little kid. Um, if you look at my Instagram page or Facebook page, every once in a while I share this photo of me, probably about two, three years old. I'm rocking red sunglasses. I got red shoes. I think I'm wearing a red hat and I'm holding the red Corvette in my hand. And it, that to me is just, that's where I started loving red. So I knew I wanted to paint this car red, but I didn't quite know what theme to go with. So I started looking at famous red 69 Camaros um, to see you know, what sort of paint job I can do on it. And in doing this research, I came across 
what is known as the Big Red Camaro. And if you're not familiar with this car, it is gorgeous and just one of the coolest Camaros I think ever made. Um, it's got all sorts of records. It does. Um, it's done autocross. It's done road courses. It's done straight line speed traps. Um, the team and the driver RJ of the Big Red Camaro are just just really cool, and the car is just gorgeous. Uh, it's a bright red, uh, pair of white rally stripes on the hood and deck lid. Big gumball number one on the side. Big red Camaro on the bottom. Just, I fell in love with this car right away. And I knew that that's what I wanted to base my body off of. And my paint job was off of the big red Camaro. So I painted it red, put the ones on it, and called it Lil Red Camaro instead of Big Red Camaro. Uh, from there, pretty much, um, finally got to racing. I know I'm kind of skipping around back and forth. Uh, I apologize. This is kind of my first time just rambling on for a podcast. But, so finally it's January, my first race day. Um, I wreck this RC body because I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I think I even had the throttle turned down to only like 50% at first just to try and help, but... I had a really hard time learning to control the car in the track, not hitting the pipes, and anybody who has driven a vehicle or driven an RC car on one of these carpet tracks with the pretty much the downspout used all around the track as walls and barriers, um, if, if you're not a good driver and don't have a lot of experience, it's hard to keep the car from hitting those walls. Especially once you hit one wall and you just get knocked into another, it just, it's hard to get out of it. Um, took me quite a while learning that, but I think it was only two weekends that first body lasted. And I wrecked that thing so bad, the whole front end was coming off. I still got it here, I'm looking at it now, and it's still definitely usable. But the Parma body was not not a very detailed body it's really boxy kind of cheap looking it was perfect for my first body um during the time i was using that body i ordered the protoform 69 z28 camaro body and when it arrived i quickly realized how much better the quality is on that body the details in the hood scoop uh the body lines the little vents in front of the rear wheels, the spoiler, everything was just really, really good and really scaled. I, I really like this body. So I painted it the same, Big Red Camaro style, and have been running it ever since in the VTA class. Uh, currently, the body is definitely banged up. She's been through quite a few races and has, has rolled over quite a bit too. I definitely fought what they call traction rolling last year. Um, long story, I'll save that for another episode, but I got that figured out now. So, along with Lil Red, I uh, ended up getting a green body as well at the end of the year. A friend of mine, David, uh, kind of just quickly spray-painted the same protofoam protoform Camaro body in green with a couple of white stripes on it the night before our big two-day race last year and was just planning on throwing this body away at the end of the weekend. 
So at the end of the weekend, it was still in pretty good shape. You know, it, it had some cracks in it, but I don't think he destroyed it as much as I destroyed my red one. So he was kind enough to give that body to me so I could wreck it a little bit more this year and save my red body that's still going strong, luckily. Um, biggest problem with starting in the RC on road when I did was it was in January and the season ended in March. So I think I had maybe three, possibly four club races to begin with. I really want to say three. It was not much. So there was the three club races and then the big two-day race that we call the Magic City Classic at the end of the season. So I decided that I needed as much racing time as I could, trying to get this down, narrow my driving skills, you know, try and not be in last place all the time. So there was a race called the Winter Riot in Jamestown, North Dakota. And it's about eight and a half, nine hours away from Billings, Montana, where I'm at. And I decided that I really wanted to go to this race. This was a good experience for me. Um, you know, I needed the practice, so I rode along with a couple other club members up to North Dakota and spent the weekend racing there. Met a whole bunch of other people from outside the club. Um, learned some great things, met some great people, had an awesome time. Still had problems with the car the whole time, but besides that, it was great. Um, I regret nothing, and I'm very glad that I made that trip because the following couple weekends after that, when we had our Magic City Classic two-day race, I was much more comfortable, much more prepared for the tech inspections and how much bigger the big two-day races are versus our normal club races. Um, didn't win anything all year last place pretty much every race I was in unless somebody broke before I did which normally didn't happen um, but had a great time was totally ready coming back next season I'm gonna get this figured out gonna learn how to drive this car I'm gonna get this so the season ends and now I'm sitting here going great I just got bit by this RC bug and I just spent the past few months being obsessed with it and now it ends. It's it's done. There's no more racing till October. And this is March. So I didn't know what I was going to do. So I bought myself a rock crawler. Uh, ended up finding a really, really clean um, Axial SCX-10 on a local Facebook page. And went picked that up from the guy. And it came with a blue Jeep body and a red Jeep body, which, of course, I instantly switched everything over to the red body. Um, had a lot of fun crawling with that. Um, rock crawling is definitely the opposite of the on-road racing. The point is to go as slow as possible to, uh, you know, crawl up these rocks or go over obstacles. Um, and I, I had a blast with that. That was a lot of fun. It's really nice to spend a whole afternoon in the summer outside, out in a park with your buddies, just walking around, crawling with these little RC trucks. Uh, great time. And I figured that was going to keep my summer busy. Well, then Scottrick, uh, same guy who got me into this whole hobby in the first place, decides that he wants to start 
what's called no prep RC drag racing here in town. It's been around for quite a few years, but I think over the last year or so, it started really progressing. And then COVID hit and it took off. Um, I, I'm pretty safe to say that no prep RC racing, RC drag racing right now is the number one RC car sport in our country. Um, it's crazy how many people have flocked to this. So we decided to start it here in town. I think it started with three or four guys. I originally had absolutely no interest. Um, it, drag racing to me is not that much fun. Yeah, it takes skill and it's fun to see cars go fast, but I mean, you're, you're going in a straight line for, you know, 10 seconds or less. It's, it's not that much fun. Well, I go out and check these races out. It was two weekends of races I went and watched. And, boy, I thought 10 seconds going in a straight line was boring. I mean, three seconds, that, uh, done. It's like, how could that be fun at all? Until I really start paying attention to how technical the drag racing aspect is, just like the on-road. Trying to get the car to go straight, getting the traction just right, using the right tires. Like, it, it intrigued me. So, around my birthday in June... Um, I wanted to upgrade my, my regular vehicle, currently driving a, a smaller Audi A4, which uh, doesn't fit all my RC equipment in it very well. So I wanted to step up into something a little bit bigger, but kind of looked through finances and it just wasn't in the cards yet. So I decided instead I would buy myself an RC car for my birthday in June. Um, so I bought a Traxxas Bandit. And the reason behind that is um, Scott Trick, who started our No Prep RC Drag Racing here in town, created his own street stock class, that he calls them, for pretty much a stock racing class, uh, where it comes down to driver skill, pretty much period. Driver skill and whatever sort of little bit of tuning that you're allowed to do to try and get this car to go fast and straight down the line. Um, so basically, we, the rules in a nutshell are 100% stock bandit chassis. Uh, you can't put a low center of gravity chassis on it or carbon fiber, anything. It has to be pretty much what you take the Traxxas bandit out of the box as. Um, you have to use that. You have to use the standard servo on it. And you have to stick to the Hobbywing X-Run... Uh, just stock ESC and the Hobbywing 10.5 turn um, censored zero timing motor. That way, there's no there's no tuning, there's no boost, no timing, no anything in the motors. Um, you're also required to use the Traxxas TQ controller that comes in the box with the Bandit. Also, to keep things fair so you can't program any sort of launches into the radio or throttle curves or anything. It's all down to the driver. Um, so I, I got that. Oh, and it also uses small tires. It uses Bandito buggy tires pretty much. Front uh, or on the rear instead of big drag slicks. Um, so that makes it quite interesting as well because, you know, you, you don't have the traction as much. It's harder to get going on the launch, but it really makes that class a lot of fun. 
So I built mine. Um, once again, I went with a red car. I went with a, I wanna say it's a 68 Chevy Nova. I forget now, but I'm pretty sure it's a 68 Chevy Nova body by McAllister Racing. It is a street stock body, like if you were going to build a street stock car to go dirt track racing with. It pretty much looks like that kind of body. Uh, painted it in the same little red or big red Camaro livery, livery, not depending on how you say that one. Uh, looks really good, and I ended up... The first race I did okay, I didn't have my gearing right or anything, but it kind of got me to learn how to launch, how to do the races, and then after that, I just got down with this car, tore it down uh, completely, and did all the different tuning things I could do, which are basically just shock fluid, uh, diff fluid, and running limiters inside and outside the shocks to lower the body so it's not quite like a buggy anymore, but looks like a car. And whatever I did apparently worked out pretty well because ever since my first race where I lost, it was every street stock race that I entered after that, I won. Um, got really excited the first day. Uh, it was actually a 4th of July race that I won for the first time. There were only four cars that day but I didn't care that was my first time ever winning anything in any style of competition like that where I had done everything myself um, first time winning anything as a race uh, drag racing or anything in real life never won anything so this was super exciting for me and I continued to win a couple more um, weekend races after that uh, in fact I even got a little uh board one weekend and decided to see what would happen if I took my street stock car just the way it was and put the big uh, drag slicks on the back in a wheelie bar. So I went to the hobby store and bought the cheap Traxxas wheelie bar and some J-Concept hottie uh, rear drag racing tires and uh, bought a 67 Chevy Camaro Proline drag body. It, not the greatest looking body, but painted it same same red, white, white racing stripes. Uh, because that body is meant for slashes and not bandits, the wheelbase was much longer. I ended up having to kind of cut the body in half and sliding it together to shorten the wheelbase. Uh, turned out pretty good, actually. And I went to the races that night and raced the Street Outlaws guys with my limited stock car. And I ended up taking second place against uh, pretty much the guy who's the number one on the top 10 fastest list that we have in town. Uh, people couldn't believe it uh, that I was keeping up with them with my slower motor and basically it just came down to hitting the lights just right, making it down straight, and, and making it through the timing lights down at the end of the strip. Uh, I just had a good run every time, and some of the guys that I was racing with had too much power and would flip, and I ended up going all the way up uh, to the final, uh, ended up taking second place. That was a great time. And pretty much from there, I knew next year I was gonna have a Street Outlaws drag car. Um, so, I ended up actually finding a chassis 
of a team-associated DR10 uh, drag car. And I'm kind of a team-associated nut since that was my first ever RC car. I kind of want to stick to them, and they're treating me really well. So right now I have just a bare chassis for that drag car, and I plan on building a full-on street outlaw car to race the big boys next year, as well as my street stock. Um, Proline just came out with a, an 80... 87 is the year they went with, but it's a third gen Camaro IROC body. And this thing looks awesome. The only thing I don't care for is they had to put a couple of little dimples in the hood to make the shock towers fit in it. I I can get over that because the body is awesome looking. I love my Camaros, obviously, and I actually had a 91 Camaro RS when I was in high school, and I, I love the look of the third gens. So I've got that on pre-order through Horizon Hobby. Uh, they say they're supposed to ship those out this month. So at some point, I'll get that body. Um, I'm in no rush because I don't even have motor, ESC battery, anything for that car yet. So I'll slowly building, be building that over the winter and a little bit in the spring before the next season starts on that. Uh, what else here in my rambling can I tell you about? Oh yeah, also, um, throughout the summer, I kind of was talking with some of the other club racers and pretty much got convinced and decided that I needed to buy another chassis with another car and get into another class with the RC racing. So that way I could have twice as much practice and twice as much racing every single weekend that we race just made perfect sense to me so slowly over the summer kind of like I'm doing with my drag car this winter I bought piece by piece at a time um, bought a roller chassis another associated TC 7.1 that way I can share all my parts between the two cars makes it really nice and I'm familiar with it now so bought that um, ended up getting the motor ESC and everything slowly over the summer put it together and painted a C8 Corvette body in the same red with white stripes um, for USGT is the name of the class and it uses a faster 21 and a half turn motor versus the 25 and a half turn motor that the VTA cars use. So my first time out on the track with this USGT car was insane how much speed there was in this thing compared to what I was used to. Uh, but I quickly got it figured out. Um, and I actually ended up winning, I think it was the first weekend or the second weekend race for the B main. I think it was the second weekend but either way I ended up winning the B main with my USGT car never having driven that class before or that fast on an RC car um, that was my my first ever win on the on-road and uh, then the the following week I did both the B main uh, VTA and USGT and ended up winning both of those as well um, so, obviously, I've gotten a lot better than I was last year. Uh, part of that comes up to what's called VRC Pro, which is Virtual 
RC racing pretty much. Uh, it's a simulator program I downloaded. You can download free onto your computer and it's pretty much on-road and off-road um, RC racing. Uh, full-on simulator like you would expect out of anything else. The, the physics are as real as they could get. Um, things like that. You can actually get an adapter so you can use your RC radio just like you would on your normal RC car, but control this RC car on the computer. And I spent hours, hours and hours and hours the whole summer long, like every evening, not every, but most evenings, a lot of mornings drinking my coffee, just running laps, turning laps, turning laps, turning laps on this simulator, changing different settings on the cars to kind of see what they do and how it changes how the car drives so that way when I came back to racing this year I had a pretty good feel on what I needed to do and I actually remember my first time out on the track the first club race this this year um, my buddy Trevor who is really fast this year um, he is definitely going to be winning some a main soon but uh me and him were both out with our usgt cars running some practice laps and he'd cross the line and it was like 12 3 i'd cross the line it'd be 12 7 and so forth for about three or four laps you know i wasn't too far behind him and i ended up taking my car off the track you know pretty satisfied with my run he takes one look at me and goes when the hell did you learn to drive and uh the only thing i can figure is that that simulator helped immensely so that way i could come back and actually start winning some b mains this year um it's just been great um so far yeah we've had the three club races we've got one more this weekend um actually here in about 45 minutes, I'm heading to the shrine to set up the track for the weekend and also build some new barriers. Uh, those ones that I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that people like to hit a lot, like me. Um, this last weekend's race was very brutal on our barriers. There were pieces flying everywhere, cars were breaking, so we decided it was time for some new barriers. Uh, so tonight, going to go set that up. Then tomorrow it will be, it's weekend four, so this is our fourth club race of the year. Um, hoping to really do good this weekend. I actually lowered my Camaro body a little bit to help with some traction issues and a little bit of handling. Hoping that'll really help the car drive better on the track, and which would help me drive better in, in the end also. So that's going on this weekend, um, just normal club racing, but then next weekend over in Minot, North Dakota, which is only about seven hours, not the full eight and a half or whatever it was to Jamestown, but in Minot, they are having the North Star Classic uh, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I am leaving at the butt crack of dawn Friday morning to make the eight hour trip over to Minot, North Dakota and try and win a third place B main trophy, hopefully. Um, for that race, I am going to run my new, um, Biddy Design Agata. 
body for USGT, and basically that is a Lamborghini Huracan that it's based off of. One of my absolute dream cars, and what I kicked off my bucket list a couple years ago when I went to Vegas and drove one on an actual track. Um, I've always been a huge Lamborghini fan, ever since I was a kid having the poster of the Countach on my wall like most of the 80s kids did. And I stumbled across a pre-painted red-white carbon fiber Agata body on RC Tech that was cheaper than if you were just going to buy the body and paint it yourself, so I had to jump on that. And I've been saving it the past two races and this coming race. I'm still not going to run it. It's just too pretty. Um, but next weekend, you know, with a chance of trophy on the line, possibly, and um, I'm finally going to run this body and see how it does. Uh, I hear it's not the best handling, but honestly, with my skill set, that is not going to make or lose a race for me or anything. The, the handling characteristics of the body, that's just such a minimal thing that my driving is not good enough for that to be that noticeable. But either way, I don't want to wreck it. Uh, it's it's very, very pretty body. Um, so that's next weekend. And then after that, we have a nice long break until after the first of the year. You know, so that way everybody can get their Christmas done and you know, spend time with their families, things like that. So I'm going to have a, a few weeks. Message from uh, one of the fellow racers that needs a shock part this weekend. I got a break to him. Uh, what was I saying now? Oh, about the nice long break. Um, so come January again, we'll start up the the on road again. We've we'll got a couple races there, and then I believe it's the first weekend in March that our Magic City Classic two day race is. So that'll be. My, uh, a trophy that I'm really open to get even if it's third place don't care it just would be really cool to have a trophy for something that I'm, I'm so involved in and worked so hard on just anybody who's ever won anything I guess like that could understand the how great that would feel and I just I just would really like that um other than that, I think I've rambled on almost 35 minutes here. Uh, if you actually stuck through the whole thing and listened to it all, I thank you. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too bad and I didn't jump all over the place too too much or anything. I'm going to currently shut this off and pack everything that I have left to pack for the weekend. Head on over to the shrine, get that done. If you'd like to check out the racing you are more than welcome to. Um, hit me up on social media if you have my number. Call me, text me, message me, whatever you want to do. I can tell you the instructions, kind of how to get into the basement for the back way of the shrine. But visitors are always welcome. Um, we do require face masks right now with the pandemic and everything going on. Better safe than sorry. Uh, so just come on in, wear your face mask, check everything out. Feel free to ask anybody questions. Don't be all nervous like I did the first time. Everybody is super cool, super friendly. These are some of the coolest people that I've ever met. Um, people of all different sorts, different backgrounds, 
you know, have different careers and we just all have this playing with toy cars love in common that brings us together, you know, every other weekend. And uh, it's definitely a great group of people. Um, I'd recommend it to anybody looking to getting into the RC world if you're in Billings, Montana, to check us out. Uh, I guess other than that, I'm going to quit rambling, sign off, and get to packing. So thanks for listening to the Little Red RC Podcast, Episode 1. I will try and figure out just a dedicated topic for Episode 2. Might even be just a recap and everything of the two-day race in Minot next weekend. I haven't decided yet this whole podcast thing just kind of jumped to my brain today with my buddy James who started his own podcast which is called the uh, I Hate Your Face podcast if you're looking for something interesting to listen to. Uh, He's got a first episode up uh, gonna have more and I guess I'm gonna be a guest on that at some point so I will definitely be sharing uh, the information to that once that goes down. Um, but yeah, this whole podcast thing just kind of popped up, thought it would be a good idea. I did a vlog last year when I went to that winter riot in Jamestown and got quite a good response from that. Uh, lots of family that like to watch me race, but are out of town, out of state, things like that. So I will, uh, continue to keep this going. Uh, if you have any feedback, ideas, even if you just hate it, hate the sound of my voice don't want to hear me anymore just shut up and stick to posting pictures and videos whatever it is uh let me know and we'll see you next time